0: You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People.
1: Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect.
0: We The People, for the people, by the people. Yeah! Brr. What's up, y'all? This is Unapologetic Talk. Talks. I'm really rebel.
1: I'm Don Cartier.
0: Rudy Fraser. Yo, I think we did that shit backwards. I was supposed to be like, we are supposed to be like, I'm really rebel. Did we do it that way? I think Absolutely. I said, "Apology talk, talk." We usually do that, right?
1: Oh, you do a apology talk first, yeah.
0: It's no, right. introduce ourselves first. So, so first. I got to go yeah,
2: usually introduce ourselves, and it's like the
0: way I keep it's it's
2: saying, it's
0: it's we keep shit the same. Then we all say, it? "This is an apology to talk." I was like, "I'm ready to write." I don't know, yeah. I might be back. I might have to write the first time. Fuck
2: it. It's all right. It's <laughs> all
0: right. Yeah, yeah. It's an apology talk. But look, um, all right, yeah. So today we just want to, um, you know, give y'all a couple of updates, uh. We got some, um, we got some good information for y'all. But um, all right. I, as y'all know, like the Daniel Penny, um, I, I told y'all last week. You know, we we um was the, I was on an action for Daniel Penny on December sixth, right outside the courthouse, and uh, um, I found out like two days, you know, ahead of time. But you know what I mean. I had to the sources I found out from, or not. Like you know what I mean. Work work in the system. So I mean, I just had to go up there and check for myself but also when i throw an action i don't um i, I never cancel like so if we came out there for something you know what i mean we we're still going to spread that word and get that get that message out so you know what i mean we um we ended up marching but they ended up postponing um daniel daniel penny's uh court case until uh january 17th hmm. now um that's what I said. Like, it's 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 hard information of trying to find when this man is going to be in court. It is hard um, finding out any updates on this man at all. Um, and like I said, at this time when you know when he when he killed Jordan Neely, this was uh, big time news all over. You know what I mean? They had uh, uh, celebrities coming out speaking about it and everything. So I think it's uh I think it's funny that they're they're trying to hide it now that it, that you can't really like find it, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay on top of it. And I'm gonna keep giving y'all updates. So there's no like uh, the next the next date is uh, January 17th. And um, when he came, I think I told y'all when he came on on November 16th or the 15th when his first court case was. The um his defense his lawyer came in and asked for a dismissal. And uh, when they came, when they got it postponed this time, they also asked for a dismissal. Like they're trying to get rid of it. You know what I mean? And. uh. I don't know. Like I said, it manslaughter. it's manslaughter. It's not, it's not, it's not really, we already done laws as far as like really getting, seeking like the justice that we want because he got manslaughter, you know what I mean? And that's, that's easy. Like you get brushed off or, you know what I mean? Uh, catch a probation charge yeah. or some shit like that. A much like lesser that. sentence yeah. than like Make 25 life. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's it, man. Just, uh, just stay on top of that. I'm gonna keep y'all updated on that. Um, uh I'll call it out later on. But uh yeah, January seventeenth. Uh mark that on your calendars. And uh as as the shows go on all the way up to January 17 i I'm gonna keep reminding y'all. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. Fire. Um other than that, give y'all a little quick update on uh what's going on with Palestine. You wanna
2: kick that off, Rudy? Oh yeah. Um so I think i coming into this coming into this podcast, uh the latest Big news we got was that um, the U uh, the UN had a vote on a permanent ceasefire in Palestine, and um, it was the UN Security Council. So the UN has a bunch of different um, parts of it, or at least a few different parts of it, and this is the this group is the part um, uh, that. That has most of the power. That, that really has to say so. Um, so it's the UN Security Council, and um, it's a, it's a handful of countries, um, smaller than the the the, the larger UN. I think it's about what seventeen to twenty um, uh, countries, and of them, they vote. They had a vote for a permanent ceasefire, and there were only two countries who didn't vote to approve the ceasefire. The two countries were the United States and Britain, um, and Britain. Britain voted, like, uh, uh, it wasn't like a year or nay. They voted to, like, abstain. They voted present. Um, The United States was the only country to vote no. Um, And the reason stated uh, for voting no, so, so yeah, it was a 15-member council, and the vote was 13 to 1 with the United United Kingdom abstaining. Um, And the U.S. said, uh, let me just double check on this. Yeah, the, the U.S. Deputy Ambassador Robert Wood called the resolution imbalanced and criticized the council after the vote for its failure to condemn Hamas's October 7th attack on Israel, in which the militants killed 1,200 people, um, or to acknowledge Israel's right to defend itself. He declared that halting military action would allow Hamas to continue to rule Gaza and, quote, only plant the seeds for the next war, end quote. Mm. So, I mean, uh,
1: it's, it's, yeah. at the US like the US is disgusting anything that can't capitalize off of it like I'm not here for I don't care about like whether it's like tanks against babies they don't care yeah. That's nasty. to make it so blatantly obvious when the majority of the United States citizens are like we are boycotting this we like do not we condemn war we mm. condemn hate you know?
0: That's what they they tell me, y'all like to go at your politicians right now. Some go managers. at your politicians. These these guys see what's going on with these politicians. That's up here, you know what I mean? They're claiming they're for the people.
1: They're picky choosy.
2: Mhm. this is where like the the democracy is definitely in full effect because it's like it's not it, one of those situations where, you know, there's lots of stuff we see play out in the um in the news where like in Congress or the Senate or whatever, there's like one side who, like the politicians, like the Democrats or whatever, want something. But there's like, there's there's a, a like, you know, ten percent more of one side, so that side gets to control everything. Like, no, like there's lots of Democratic Democrats um, uh, in office right now who do not support a ceasefire. Um, who actively who the same ones who voted to say that anti-zionism is anti-semitism those are the same ones who are not in favor of a ceasefire those are the same folks and it goes down to like no matter where you are right all across the country like our own hakeem jeffries who is a congressperson uh, who represents part of new york in brooklyn like he is not actively to my knowledge calling for a ceasefire Um, so we like have protest actions against him as well like you have to this is an important point to, and the, like, they, they are they are playing it off. They're not taking people serious. Like Joe Biden still thinks that he's going to get elected. He's the, he's like shrugging off the genocide Joe comments. Like That's he crazy. just thinks that like, it's like, it's him or Trump. And um, he thinks that just by it being him or Trump, people are going to vote for him. And so I think this is where those situations was like, you have to understand there's going to be, there's going to be. For better or worse, like we're we're just in this now. And there are gonna be consequences to um to keeping to keep supporting genocide. Like, no people don't want Trump, but they also don't wanna be like, Yes, Joe, keep supporting genocide and we'll just keep voting for you. Like um, that With- whole don't boo vote boo shit is not gonna fly.
1: At this point, we just need to like vote some community leaders up in there, yo. Nah, how the fuck? Vote me in there, vote Rudy, vote Belli, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, for Yo. president at this point because what is going on? Like, these people swear that they know the community that they're trying to fight for, and they're just fighting for their name in history books.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: that's really what it is. You just want to be the oldest white dude to the bomb someplace. Like, bro, I don't sit your old ass down. Like you are killing people. It's an insult, Please.
0: bro. It's an insult to the fact that any of these punks would get be president again. I don't understand what's going on. yo, bro, this dude is so old. We watching him. He can't even finish a sentence. He's saying <laughs> crazy. They be looking at him crazy, like, oh, you know what I mean? How are they even? Why did they even let this man even say he running again? Like, what is going on? Same thing with Trump. Like, we the niggas in, in mad. Like this, this shit. America's a joke right now, bro. It's a, it's a. <sighs>
1: And we see
0: As I say, this shit is not real, man. This shit is something else, man. This is something else. Bro. The Matrix. Yeah, This is something else, Who said man. That what? We got this is a joke, red This dude can man. I want to see joke. I want to see him read a Cat in a Hat book. I ain't even going. <laughs> I don't even want to see a novel, none of that shit. I want to see a Cat in a Hat book. I want to see him read it, bro.
1: No, I just want to like, see him is- <laughs> not trip up the stairs every time I yeah. see him. there's something he's tripping and falling. I'm yeah. like, oh, somebody help this
0: man. Like, we're gonna on the internet, when well, it was, like, when he he was, was making out. the next presidency. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> that's something different, too. Like, bro, don't you? And he, he's tired, bro. We watched this nigga fall asleep and shit. Like, he should be retired, yo. Like, just go chill out, bro. What you
2: doing? <laughs> <laughs> when it was, <laughs> we stand with Israel thing, people was like, learn how to stand first. <laughs> <And it was, laughs> <it was, laughs>
0: yo, know, I hate your
2: dad. Know, crazy, bro. That's
0: what okay. that Joe Biden is different. He's saying racist shit, don't even know what he's saying They're doing perverse shit, don't even know what he's oh doing. Like it's over, bro. Just go sit down.
2: Yeah. And there's like all a bunch of people like in the White House, like just staffers. And then again, like uh, it it goes to like people not taking stuff seriously. Like the interns, the White House interns wrote a letter to Joe Biden saying, like, we demand a ceasefire and then people are like, Oh, the interns, how like how how convincing, how intimidating. I was like, all right, bro, you taking those people are like setting themselves up to work in office, like in the future, like y'all are fucking up your legacy. Uh, there was a bunch of other staffers, like White House staffers who like have written letters to the president. He has to go to work and speak to his his colleagues and the people who report to him and look them in the eye and tell them that he continues to stand with Israel throughout a genocide of that is now reaching 20,000 people majority children, uh, clear, he, clear calls for that. This is like a humanitarian crisis that they are corralling people into the areas and bombing the same areas that they said were safe zones previously. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like people are saying online, like uh, there's there's there are very few words you can use to describe putting everyone into one area and then bombing that area. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of those words is genocide, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. The other
2: one is
1: psychotic.
0: Because what? uh
2: mongering maniacs or however Fred Hampton was called.
0: It's him. like an old clip. I don't know how old it is, but I I, I just seen it the other day. I mean, it's, a, it's a, I don't know when they made it, but I don't know if it's fake or not, bro. But it's like Joe Biden talking about you know what I mean. He, he, you know what I mean. Uh, before you know what I mean. Before this year, it's an old joint back when he when he could say four sentences but he was just talking about like, you know what I mean? Embracing Zion, some shit like where he was a Zionist or if he was born in Zion, some shit like that, but I mean, it was
2: I mean, That was real, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I I don't think he's gonna fire at all. Like, it's just one of those things where we just gotta
2: eat that shit, man. Zionism is like a bad word to us, right? Like we view Zionism, we're, we're anti-Zionist. To a lot of people, they are they are pro-Zionist. They are proudly Zionist. So that's why, like, when he was speaking on that, like, that was a point where, and again, like, a, a lot of America was like pro-Israel. So they're like, Israel is Zionist. We are Zionist. So mm-hmm. I think I forget what his exact words were when he said that, but like, I'm sure that's true. It's just like anarchy. Like to a lot of people, like anarchy is a bad term, but like anarchy is also like a political ideology that a lot of people support and mutual aid is like a part of that. So it's like, that's when like the, the cop city Rico included a description of anarchy to be like, these people are anti-government. Like, look at what they're doing. They're feeding each other. And as that that is the replacement for government. <laughs> and so it's like, <laughs> like, so like, yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> that, that is what that is. That people need to live. Maybe
1: you they fight to I live. people with know. the
0: Rico for the mutual aids.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Talk about Yo, it. Crazy. Stop, stop, Cop City.
2: Fuck that shit. Speaking, speaking of just like jumping transitioning a little bit, because um, I see in the chat about yeah the Bobby Rush and uh the uh, murder oh. of Fred Hampton because last week was the anniversary of the the assassination of Fred Hampton by the U.S. government. Man, there are so many, there are so many things. Someone needs to just do a compilation of all the times the US and the CIA and the FBI have like intervened in, and it's like, I think every topic we talk about on this show, at least, has a historical connection to like the CIA or the FBI, like um, intervening and killing someone. And it's like like, Congo has that story. Um, uh, We're gonna talk about Guyana in a bit that has that, Um, like at this point by proxy Palestine at a minimum, and uh, yeah, but yeah, last week was the the anniversary of um, <clears throat> the assassination of Fred Hampton. So <clears throat> there was a showing at the Brooklyn Public Library about the the move, the documentary, the murder of Fred Hampton. And we got to meet live in the flesh a real life Black Panther, oh my God. Bobby Rush. Oh, that was so fucking fire! Okay. Bro, you made know, my fucking night, man.
0: That be my week. I'm still hype off that shit, bro. And I came hard. I told you, Miles told you, I ran around this bitch yelling that shit like 50 times like to meet somebody. Cause I stopped like, celebrities don't, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not hyped to see celebrities, <laughs> but that was like an idle moment right there to see that, you know what I mean? And then like the to, to actually watch that shit like on the, on the documentary that like how powerful he was and holding shit down. He man.
2: That bitch toting the pipe. It's yeah,
0: he like... toting the pipe. <laughs> <Hey, what? laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, to see like them dudes, like, like they knew the cops was coming to get them, and just to see them like all in the basement, like just boom, loading up guns and walking around talking like, all right, we just getting like, you know what I mean? They wasn't it, nobody looked scared. It was it was it was crazy because uh, of their training and shit like that. They had uh, um, it was it was a, you know what I mean? Uh, a young black woman walking around there, getting their blood types and stuff from them, like, while they, while they loading their guns and sitting there, like, waiting for the cops. Some of them were joking and shit like that. Like, they were just, like, you know what I mean? Just so, like, like ready. And it's it's, it's just wild, you know, because they were so young. Yeah. They were so young, bro. And, and like, like, I mean, but they knew what they had to do, and they had the structure and all that, to so where they were trained. And that's why they were so dangerous, even though they wasn't And they were for the people. Mm-hmm. They were for the people. That's the wild shit. They were for the people, and they, they they murdered them people, man. Right? Got rid of the Panthers. Framed them. Did all types of shit to them. A lot of them are still in jail. It was good to see. Um, yeah, yo, know, that Bobby Rush shit was fire. <laughs> and yo, know, the other joke, the joke was right um, when I came in the door, cause you know I got there like right before that shit started, at like at six. Mm-hmm. And I came in the door, he was out there when I was getting my uh the, the, the fruit and the soda. He was mm-hmm. the only one out there, him and some other woman, you know what I mean? And and uh the, the the um that the guy that announced them. Um mm-hmm. he um th- those were the only three out there and you know, I didn't I didn't know who he was when I first walked up to him and shit like that. But I didn't say nothing to him and shit like that out there. I think he was looking at me all crazy and I just said what's up and just walked off. He probably was like, This nigga ain't saying nothing to me. like he don't <laughs> mm-hmm. he don't know he had to see me. But you know, that's fire though, man. It was fire. did to see
2: him get up on stage and do that. You already seen that shit. The push ups. Yeah, yeah. that shit. Yeah, Bob, Bob mind you all, Bobby is seventy seven years old. And he was in he was in there in a leather a leather uh jacket. <laughs> kind leather of- jacket, white turtleneck, <laughs> 77 years old, doing push-ups on stage. It was- <laughs> and he was he was uh speaking to the person who did the QA, is the daughter of a defense lawyer who used to defend the, the Black Panthers.
0: Look okay, how that shit come around. Yeah. And they had three that that person works with Sarah in that crazy?
2: What about combat?
0: yeah? So it's all full circle. Works with uh, you know, Sarah is one of the people that's behind the scene, y'all, to make the magic happen and shit, and also part of really people. But yeah, that's how we got in there, and that's fire, man. That's the connections.
2: Yeah, and he's like still doing active community organizing with the Bard Prison Initiative, um, so and it's like they got like a school in there. That's that's what that event was a part of. But yeah, that was how fire, um, word.
0: I wish I wish I would have would have um. You know, we could really, like, chop it up with him. But, you know, he's a busy person and stuff like that. But I wanted to uh, ask him, you know, what what made him um, get into politics. You know what I mean? And start getting into those questions. Because, you know, he said he, he was a congressman and stuff like that. And uh wanted to see, like, what, what what moves or what changes he was pushing for when he was when he was in there and what he succeeded in uh, pushing and getting through. You know what
2: I mean? It's shit yeah. like that. Point, like you know what I mean cuz he was he was a representative of Illinois um for 30 years so mm-hmm. long time he was in there. um yeah people ask me if I got to ask him about black sky cuz the the black panthers they're in their 10 point program the 10th point is community control of technology mm-hmm. um so if we ever do get to chop it up with him I would love to to be like yo what was what was <laughs> It's, I
0: wish we could have caught him see, you know, is he from, is he still living in Chicago?
2: He probably is, I'd assume. Yeah. I thought he a nigga. Because he even asked us It's dope that
0: we got to see him that week, you know what I mean? Being that, you know what I mean, Fred I know he got like a whole, he probably got a lot of, probably touring a whole bunch of places. But it was just dope to see him like during the anniversary week and, you know, to hear from him during then. That was, I think that was fire. Yeah. That was You know he like he, he like even displayed like where he was at when, you know, um, when they got when they got Fred Hampton and you know how they came to his crib the next day, try to take him out, but he wasn't there. Yeah, that's wild.
2: Yeah, he was he was saying like he still he still feels the pain of uh, of losing Fred. Um, the gangster moment was when he was like he got the call and he was like the first thing he asked was how many of them did he take with him?
0: Yeah. You know what's great? If they didn't drug him up, he probably would have took some with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He probably would have took something with him, man. They drug him up like that. But yeah. um, You want to get
2: into your, uh, guy? Yeah, I can do
0: that. All huh? right. Uh, uh, so- should we do the Eric Adams?
2: Let's talk. I was thinking Eric Adams because I you just know, did Frank Frank. Eric
0: Adams, yeah. And then we get into Guy Adams,
2: right? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. All
0: right, let me give y'all an update on this corrupted mayor. <laughs> yeah, yo, all right. So this shit is almost embarrassing, man. Um, it's just about embarrassing. Like when the FBI came and got him, I'm telling you, you know, they put that man in the car. They made a security backup and they put him in the car and took his phone and shit off him. Yeah. So, all right, so this is another embarrassing moment just like that. Eric Adams went to go make up his meeting with the um with the president, genocide Joe, you know what I mean. Um, the 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 meeting that he was supposed to be having with all the other uh, mayors and stuff of, of different cities in Chicago and all that, when they all met up in the White House, um Eric Adams was supposed to be there. Um, his his campaign manager started mm-hmm. getting ran down on by the FBI. He jumped back on the plane, went back home, didn't go to the White House. You know what I mean? He ditched that meeting. So now he tried to do a makeup meeting. I don't know why he didn't call. And and <laughs> I don't know why he didn't call the White House or why his representatives a a coordinate that shit right. But he took a flight out there to the White House, tried to go see the president to see if he could get funded, you know, about this migrant crisis. He got declined. Genocide Joe didn't want to see that nigga. So he had to turn around and <laughs> they had to come back out of the White House. Then he came out of the White House. The news reporters was like, you know what I mean? On this, on this tail. <laughs> like, oh <laughs> Yo, this is crazy, bro. This is crazy. Yeah, so they was on his ass and shit. And they was like, um, they they asked him, like, is this gonna do they think like the president declined him is gonna hurt him politically? And he was like, guys, you know how he talked, guys? Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> he jumped in the car and he pulled off. And they even wow. said, like, in a report that he was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah,
2: so. he, he did not that I say Happy Kwanzaa.
0: Yeah, he said Happy Kwanzaa, he hit him with the Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> I swear to God, yo, it's the quotes. Yo, he's. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but all right, yeah. so. Happy anyway, Christmas. yeah, if, if y'all haven't seen too, he, he's fell. He's like, um, his his his, his approval his approval rate has fallen 28% they said that's the lowest number recorded um it, fallen. it is 28% yeah uh, it is
2: 28% yeah 28% yeah
0: lowest, in, the lowest it's number um recorded since they started polling 27 years ago yeah so this this right here um they say voters are unhappy with him <laughs> they say 60 60% disapprove of, of how he's handling the crime in the city they say fifty two percent don't like the um his school policies. They say sixty six percent um thumbs down on the way his, uh, his his budget skills, on the way you know he's cutting the budget. Um, I guess you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> thumbs down. Yo, because all the budget cuts was like mainly going to like, you know what I mean, the cops at one point. like we don't see this shit. We it still see is. it, Eric Adams. It
1: still all right?
0: Is. And they say sixty sixty six percent say no no go to his uh modern policies. So like yeah, they basically are shitting on him all the way around the board, and they um everybody else in the polls, and I don't know who all in the polls is running for mayor right now, but they're all higher than him. So it's easy, like you know what I mean? This might be our chance to run now. Like you know,
1: <laughs> Mo- you never say, know, yo. Just write my name on the sheet.
0: Yeah, but he's down and everything, level. and um
1: credit the credit experts credit
0: credit say credit his a best his best ability to win the next election. It's how he handles this migrant crisis. And I don't I don't I don't see it going being that he just that's just when he went to to the to the White House, that was just a couple of days ago. And he just got declined. You know what I mean? Um I don't see it going going good no no type of way no time soon. So I think that like he we we can stick a fork at him. He done. But I'm going I'm to I'm make sure, you know what I mean? When I do come back outside and start marching again on a weekly basis, I'm going to ride him all the way out make sure he don't get no love out of here. <laughs> but we got to, I'm telling people we have to, we have to, the people have to decide who's next. We don't let them put another person up in front of us. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We have to put that person up there. So We got to figure that shit out, too. We to That's what I say. You got to start uh, pushing, pushing local, I guess your local politicians, that you see actually industries doing the work that's actually outside, like walking around talking to y'all. Don't wait till they start pandering around election time. They have to actually be out there doing the work now. You know what I mean? Um, that's what that's what a lot of these politicians do. They wait till election time they come outside and start pandering. Want to go to the neighborhoods and ask people what they need. You got to start finding these people that's outside now that's that's shooting for that. That we just you know what I mean? Um, those are the people that's really going to push. I think that the most for us, even though, you know what I mean? They, I think those are the people that's going to do what they can for us, even though I think that it's, it's limited what you get in there, but I think mm-hmm. those people would push for us, you know what I mean? Um, The best of their ability. So, these are the, yeah, those are the people you got to find. Fuck that, Eric Adams, fuck Chris, uh, Suava, whoever I just call him
2: Saliva, whatever the fuck his name is, I call him Saliva. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's trash. But, um, and- yeah, and in the event that Eric Adams does get indicted, uh, oh, there's, a, there's, a <laughs> mayor, there's a mayoral succession uh, to the public advocate of New York, who I don't really know too much about him. I don't know if y'all do, but J- Jemaine Williams. Uh, oh, Jay- J- Jumaane. Jumaane. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jumaane Williams. Yeah, yeah. That would be the, the successor.
0: That Jumaane Williams is? Oh, he get indicted?
1: He would just transition to the new mayor? Yeah, Alright,
0: see. But Jemani, I don't know Jermani, I out of bars with him a couple of times, but I, I don't. I got to dig into him some more. I do, I do. I, he has been out here marching too. Like I, I, my first time, that's crazy. My first time meeting Jemani Williams. Let me see if I can find that clip. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> but bro, we was at City Hall. We was occupying City Hall, and he came over there to speak about City Hall, but he never came into City Hall and they were across the street from city hall and you know i mean they used to always tell us oh somebody's doing a news conference or something like that and we went over there like like probably like 13 of us and we just crashed this whole site he had a whole bunch of people over there talking about city hall and they never stepped you know i mean they never stepped foot over there so we crashed that joint and it was kind of hostile at first and then we ended up piecing it out on camera and then we ended up taking his ass across the street so i actually i got videos of us bringing his ass across the street into City Hall and showing him the patents and all that type of shit. But like I said, I've never, um, when's the last time I marched with him? The last time I seen him at a march was at that youth march. And he was actually out there when the cops, you know what I mean? When they um, they started putting us on the sidewalk um, right after the Jordan Nittles. And they started putting us on the sidewalk and we was at this youth march. And it was it was led by the youth. It was, it was, it was a whole bunch of them, though. You know what I mean? It was enough for them to take the streets. But that's when the cops was, like, really enforcing us being on the sidewalk. And um, he was there. He was actually, I was actually damn near standing beside him when we were crossing the street. And they were telling us to cross the street while the, while the light is green. You know what I mean? While the, while the light was red. And then as soon as it turned green, we watched him, like, just snatch. Like, boom. Snatch, like, three people out the joint to lock them up. Like right in front of, no warning, no nothing, just snatch and grab him. You know what I mean? They, they, it was all tactics to scare us to like really not be on the side, or me be, be on the street. So it was, uh, yeah. I think uh, I just gotta look into him some more. But I, I knew, know he'd be out there in the streets. But sometimes you never know, man. You never know. I, like I said, uh, I hate to, to bring it up, but shit. Chia, Chia Jose, you know what I mean? He was, he was uh, at City Hall with us, you know what
1: I mean? Last time I saw Chi no. I saw a Chi at an Al Sharpton meeting that I went to yeah. before they became a city council member. And they were talking about, like, making the system better for the people, mm-hmm. like, reallocating resources. But I'm like, I feel like it's the same hoopla, it's the same stuff that they all say. You know, like I haven't seen any substantial legislation or like changes yet that really like are protective legislation or like at least I don't know physically like you no know, one's physically protected. Like since you've been in office, what difference have you made in securing your people?
0: No, it was a different. Like with, with with Chi, that's what I said with Chi. I met him at City Hall. Um, he. Unlocked the nigga made me stay like that. Was, he was the reason I heard him talk and I stayed the night. <laughs> yeah, I was like, He's I heard that nigga talk. I was like, oh, shit! I was like, and he, and he pulled up, he had the beret on them, them, them cats, they was looking radical. And I'm like, Oh, so that, you know, what I mean? I slept on the ground at night and then they come and then I'm like, He got, um, he got in, you know, what I mean. He, he ran for city council. I'm like, oh, okay, he's going to do some things. And then I seen him, like, they was pushing him to do, like, sanitation. I'm like, wait a minute. What about the people? What about sanitation? He talking wait about the I'm like, wait a minute there. The mayor talking about the rats. Does he tell you to do this? You know what I mean? But now I see, like, it's certain shit that he does. That he, oh, sorry. It's certain shit that he do with, with, with pushback. You know what I mean? Uh, I seen him throw a couple of protests this year and shit like that, too. But, um, and, uh, I don't. I, 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 you know what I mean? Shit, fuck that, man. Hey, Chief. You owe
1: we the people $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: there. Yo, how about right. you owe
2: us
1: $5,000, you know what <laughs> I mean? <still>, I stayed
2: <laughs> seeing Shardy on the internet.
1: Like That was what
2: that I was going to do. We wrong. was
1: having, G, at the Al Sharpton meeting a couple years ago. Let's finish that. Yeah. Let's, I got a couple of pieces of legislation for you from the community.
0: Uh, nah, she, owe, she owe we the people like $5,000 like two years now. Because yeah. I, I I talked to him like the year before, when we first got on the, on the corner, and he was like, oh, God, ah, I got you. Boom, brought me into his office, and you are going to give it to him, and I said, all right, boom. Then the next year, I think I came, I came with Rudy, Rudy, Shay, and Marissa, and we came in there. We sat down with him, we talked about that shit again. We damn it, it's a whole other year. <laughs> I'm about to go see him again. Like, nigga, all right, now we'll cash, nigga
2: cash yes. yeah, yeah you know other shit she also owes money and he'd be on the internet all day and he'd be on twitter and he'd be responding to people he over here george sent z-way trying to interview george santos and she oh replying to it and shit i'm like why am i seeing you replying to all these people and we didn't get an email back about where that money is at Chi. Oh doing doing TikToks and shit, talking about. He be talking. He be criticizing the mayor. He be criticizing the mayor on TikToks. I be seeing. I be seeing all that shit, Chief. You live. You work yeah. up the block for me, bro. Yeah, so you so I, I never see you outside, but I stay see you on the internet. I don't understand.
0: Oh. You gonna make us spin that block,
2: that Western... Going <laughs> up in our office, Chief.
0: The Restoration Plaza block, nigga. We know where you at. Oh. I make you come come marching up there. I told you, Chief. I told you. <laughs> yeah, no, we need that five dollars. We the people need that, bro. Yeah, say, we, need so
2: that. Baby, we need that. Come check yeah. it out. Do a
1: TikTok with stones
2: right. Facts.
1: Fuck the mayor together. So
2: many things he could be doing, bro. Yeah, oh.
0: that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That the, the politician shit is, is. You get up in there, they probably you probably could be like, y'all want to do? This. They probably be like, nah, nigga, you better get over here and do this. What we told you. On to. <laughs> oh, your own time, you can do that. Yeah, talk, man. Shame. All right, go ahead. Talk about guy, man. Hey, chief, yeah. man. Five thousand.
1: nigga. No, hold wait, on, wait, wait. I want to say so. I want oh, to say oh, so. Talk, talk. Let me give the update about Diddy. It's a quick yeah, update. Man. Yeah. Talk. But since we talk about New York, let's let's keep this in New York, right? It's the it's the mm-hmm. T of the town. Everybody's talking about it. Diddy, Diddy, Sean, Key to the City, Combs. What's wrong with you, keep bro? To the city. What first of all, Mary yeah, Adams, Leroy, we know you're connected in this somehow, because you've been going down with a lot. But the cases on Diddy have reached four. Four lawsuits on this man. And I quote, what does he have to say about this? Yo, it's how to gaslight this whole situation and it's so <laughs> He gaslighted
0: this shit.
1: Enough is enough. For the last couple of weeks, I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character and destroy my reputation and my legacy. Diddy, you're facing sexual assault cases. Rape cases. Well, I don't know, I don't even know if I can say this on YouTube, cause he would be good at that. But SA cases, bro, on multiple women. And now you're facing like um economic like lawsuits too of with the um with a lot of the artists coming out and saying, you've been financially taking advantage of them. Mm. So not just physically, not just sexually, but financially abusing people. So this, the reason I wanted to bring this back up, right, is because I was watching recently the updates and stuff. I really don't like to pay attention to tea and shit like that, shit with celebrities, like really, saying, I really don't like celebrities, but I love bullying the bullies. You know what I'm saying? The people in power, who think they're untouchable, I'm here to verbally touch you, okay? I'm here to poke fun at you. Because taking advantage of a 17 year old is is Beyonce. So that's the recent case. Um, she's been labeled as a Jane Doe, so we do not know her name as of yet, or she's choosing to stay anonymous, which is completely respectable. But this Jane Doe person, they have recently filed a lawsuit as of December, 2023. This lawsuit is saying, or claiming, Diddy of sexual assault um, charges and sexual trafficking charges. This goes from Illinois all the way to New York City. So Diddy and his entourage, his um, music industry gang members, right? These he they decide to <laughs> like not even like a good gang bro like like a sick cultish gang like you know what i'm saying like they abduct this 17 year old girl they like manipulate her gaslight her something like most likely what he wrote in that own post about his defamated character you know what i'm saying they gaslight this girl and they take her all the way on a private jet from illinois to new york city to a New York City recording studio. And like I said, at the age, she's 17. He's like um, late 20s at this time or like early 30s and traveling with this minor. They get her, according to the lawsuit, get her coked up on um, a lot of drugs and alcohol. So she's like inebriated. She's not really like in full consciousness, you know? And they take her from the private jet Like I said, to the recording studio in New York City where they end up gang raping her. And it's really, it's really sick. You know what I'm saying? The amount of privilege that money can buy. Like, why, first of all, why were there accomplices? Why did this happen in the first place? You know? Like, like, Relly, you'd be saying, and we touched on this, like, before when we talked about Diddy. Like, when people have money, there's, like, an ego thing that hits you. If you, like, having money is no joke. You can't laugh when you have money. You can't breathe in a type of society where it's so competitive, you feel like you always have to one-up somebody or be better or take advantage, you know, or manipulate. Like, have the money to be able to secure yourself enough where you know your career is almost like fully covered if anyone or any of your friends were to go out and snitch on you or something like that or be so comfortable where you could pay off niggas or just sit back and like i don't know mm-hmm. do these type of things it's so sick and like We saw with the R. Kelly case, this shit went on for years. That went on for decades. And the fact that people, like, the earliest case with Diddy came out, like, 1991. It's 2023. So you're telling me this has been going on for decades, too, and no one's stopping it? We have to look at, like, how these cases are intertwined. It's all with money. It's a power move. And niggas are allowed to get away when it comes to money. We just gotta see that.
2: Yeah, because you also gotta like
1: the system is painting
2: this narrative. Yeah. I think it it's sometimes like I think people be trying to like think of this like a conspiracy theory, but yeah, it's just like kind of simple math. Like the people... Diddy makes money. Why would I he's gonna help me make money? I'm not gonna snitch on, on on him and get him out of there. It's just it's just pretty, pretty straightforward. It's like it's not even real friendships or nothing that people would want to defend his character. It's just he's he's the boss. He's literally people's boss. Like that um clip that you shared, really with with fabulous, <laughs> it's like you don't want to. You can tell that. he was feeling what away way in that video. Like that. You tell Nori I, felt the like, way.
0: Yeah, those are grown men in there. He's like treating them. They all scared in there. All three mm-hmm. of them niggas is scared. Well, except for Jaden. Jaden is like he's just quiet in the cut. Like just i because he's been around. did he already know what time it is. But like, like Fab and Nori was like scared. Like he yeah. made Nori blow out the candles, bro. It's make a wish. And Nori was like, <laughs> "Yo," but man, I think it's, I think it's.
1: And then when he made Meek Mill match with him,
0: yeah, I, I mean, it's it's Meek, Meek dad, but it's, 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 it's
1: a, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, 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 it's like, a whole
0: bunch of. He's grooming these. I think, man, he's been.
1: It's like it's not even about loyalty anymore. It's about being crumb complacent. Are like you sitting there accepting a bare minimum for some change in your pocket, for a chance opportunity for some clout?
0: I think I think it's.
1: They're
2: like yes. <laughs> some
1: people are there. Yes, <laughs> like I know yes. people like. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: like people would happily just be like, "Yes, I, I will accept that."
0: Uh, I was just like, if you, when you start looking at denny and then boom you look at Art Kelly. Now we, now, now they saying Jay, like, bro, bro, like, saying, all yeah, these, yeah. all these, we've, we've heard stories and seen, but then now you got to start, you got to really start looking at all these people that, that hold the power of, of letting people in, you know, Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones. Um, you got to look at Jermaine Dupri, you got to, and it's sad, but it, now, I, I, the only reason I'm saying this is because we're on the black show, but I think it's the same thing for the white ones. And it is, you know what I mean? It's just as wicked that the dude Harvey Weinstein, all right, boom. These people, they just fuck around and get caught up to where somebody come out and tell. But I think it's all like, I think, like like I said, you get to a a certain power, bro. You got everything, especially when you've been on top forever. You know what I mean? You You is nothing that incites you in this world damn near no more. You done did everything you don't want to do. You could drive any car you want to drive. You could go anywhere you want to go. You could have any girl you want. To the point, they don't even want they. All right, now yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want women no more. I want men. I want, yeah, I want men. And now I don't, I don't want men no more. I, I did all me. that. Now I want little boys. I don't want little boys and no I want little girls now. And now, now, shit. Now I don't even want. To, I don't even want to do it no more. I want to watch y'all do it. Now I want to I I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, put y'all in a hotel room. Y'all going to freak off for like three or four days and I'm sitting in this corner and do some like, you know, I mean, this is what the fuck he was doing, bro. This is what they said. And the thing we heard these shits written, and I don't think it's just some sexual shit. I, I think it's some murder shit. I think it's going to be a whole bunch of shit. Like I, I'm i like sitting there waiting.
1: And the financial to thing that- To see what this with, surviving
0: he going to be like, but well, you know Maze what I want to say before that? Huh?
1: was talking about some. He's fucking had an album, a song track out. He sold it to Diddy for twenty thousand. Now it's worth over two million. He couldn't even buy back his own sound.
0: All this, all this shit is wicked, though, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk to you. somebody like that. That wicked. All right. How does he get to? How does he get a key to the city? What the fuck did he do to get the key? Like, it's certain shit. you should be, be Like, the what mayor. the fuck is going on out this bitch? And why, why, why is when you become such a big music mogul, you have power over? You know what I mean? Um, government shit.
1: Right. politics.
0: Jay Z is one of the people that spearheaded for you know what I mean. That motherfucker when, when whenever it's a presidential election, guess what they go get? They get all these people that's on top to go come on TV and and get us to go for who they want us to vote for. I mean, Diddy had a whole fucking campaign talking about vote or die. Well, what you doing all that for? What's the government doing <laughs> for you? What you, do you doing what that mean? for? This is the shit you gotta watch.
2: He's, he's the, a- the, the, um the two things. So on the just speaking on the perversion of the rich, like I don't think that's an exaggeration. You also see that reflected in lots of like cultural representations, like The Purge is about that. Um, Squid Games is about that. I feel mm-hmm. like there's like another, there's another movie that had recently come out. That just like, this like the, yeah, like you said, once you have everything, people start, once you have everything and you start having a cult of personality around you and you start having people like, there's 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 been like, a, there was a Silicon Valley person, I forget which company he founded, I want to say LinkedIn, I don't think it was LinkedIn, I think it was some other big company, but he found he founded some company, got really rich really early. And then he, he like went insane, bro, he burned his house to the ground because he started getting obsessed with fire. He started like having like his whole entire house covered with candles, and would light them on fire. And he would just stare at, at the candles all day. Like, like, it um, and then eventually it like literally burnt. He was going through like a mental health crisis, but it wasn't the the crisis that comes from a lack of resources and support. It was the kind of personal crisis that comes from the wild things that you do and you put yourself through. Uh, when you talk about selling your soul, like that's like people say that uh, as a metaphor, because you lose your, to become an Elon Musk or to become these billionaires, you have to understand you, you have to start making decisions, and this is the part like people like pretend to be normal sometimes like i was joking with one of my um one of my other like startup founder friends he was like he was like i know like elon you're not fooling me i know you're a sicko because it's like you, you you they have to like pretend they pretend to be normal right publicly uh and you can be trained to do that you can be trained to do like public speaking right like it's a skill it's a talent uh not to compare myself with these people at all but like for me like i'm an introvert but i can i can get and get on a podcast and like speak the same thing with these people but they have their background is that like on the inside like they're broken people bro like elon is a broken person right when you look into their stories of sam altman from open ai any of these billionaires they have really dark shit in their past and they like they fill it with money and people around them who become these yes men but then what happens is those people never once you once you realize once you start being beneficial and some like people who are like are all bought into capitalism and becoming rich themselves, they stop critiquing you if that's gonna lose if that's gonna burn a bridge or burn an opportunity. Which is why we also bring this all full circle is like there's this like um when you see these companies be like, You're pro-Palestine, we're not gonna hire you. It's like that is that's the other end of that extreme. It's like, Oh, you disagree with me. You explicitly, I will harm you financially. Like you will, you will not have a, have a job. Oh, another, another cultural example of this is Gilded Age, Even though it's a little bit different, but that's a really good show I'm watching right now from What's around Gilded Age. It's around the area right after, um, right after emancipation. So right after slaves, uh the first generation of like free slaves. It's focused on like a white family but it also has a black family in there. And but you just see these little opportunities where like they're trying to the white family uh is trying to like marry their daughter off and then there's a guy who wanted to marry her and the dude was like, I'm gonna make you rich, but you can't talk to my daughter anymore. Like you start getting shit like that. Like people have these it's just all money and power. And yeah. um uh, and yeah, so it's just, it's not far-fetched to imagine that, like, Diddy has been this monster for decades, Um, but it's financially beneficial to the people around him to to not crit- criticize it. Jay-Z is another one where it's like, um, I don't know, We was talking to, to one of the comrades and he was like, Black people love Jay-Z. And I'm like, yo, you got I Jay-Z fight. has compared oh. using the word capitalist to using the N-word. Like, he... Oh. He is for himself. He is not. Yeah. Black. yeah. Or he's for black capitalism, which is a whole other thing. But that is not that exclusive. What do you think is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's, yeah.
1: That's still corrupting the South. Yeah. It's
2: corrupt. That's Fuck it. that. You know, Jay-Z, he's,
0: he's a different beast.
1: Like, how you tell Colin Kaepernick not to kneel?
0: Yeah, I was like, yo, bro. Who said we're done with kneeling? Biggest Jay-Z fan. Tell and the cops then, to be done with kneeling. Yeah, won't stop me. fight leaving. for him. I used to, niggas be like, Jay Z is be like, nigga, shut up. just get D.O. But then.
1: Jay Z, Shit on. now would
0: kill me about Jay Z is, he, um, just how he did his crew. That's when I fell off of Jay Z, back in like 2001, or some The way when he, when he, how he disrespected his crew, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I seen it was a money thing. You know what I mean? He left all them dudes out just to hang out to dry. And then he had, you know what I mean? He could have easily given them their own record deals or put them in position, but it's like he shitted on them. So that's what made me fall back. I, mean, I just loved this whole, like, how he just, boom, made this team so fire. And that's what made me fall back. But then as I got older and really started looking at this dude, yeah, everything he is, he's all about himself. And then, like, he's kind of evil, bro. I think he's evil. <laughs>
2: yeah. he, had that, he had that line, I was like, uh, all I see is these niggas are made millionaires milling about, spilling their feelings in the air when uh, Beanie Siegelhead had like...
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Because he made them niggas... Uh, I remember that whole shit. Him making them pick what side of uh, a boomer who who y'all going to sign with. Well, it's was going to be a dame. And then they would sign with him. And then she damn they dropped everybody a year later. <laughs> and then he would stay with dame. He could have just left dame. He took Rockefeller from dame and then sold it. It's like, I don't even want you to have that. So it was like shit, like that. And I was watching, like, what the fuck is up? Like, what's going on? And mm-hmm. now I'm starting to believe all them theories and shit about, you know what I mean, uh, with Aaliyah and all that shit, and Beyonce right. like coming out as soon as Beyonce, uh, you know what I mean. Aaliyah died, and all, that, all like all that shit is like, like I'm starting to, like, look at this, shit, like
1: what? Why did I just learn that Jay Z met Beyonce when she was 16?
2: Yeah, she was young. She, she was, was
1: 16, He was 28.
2: He was 28 and 16. She was was 16, he was 28, Uh,
1: and then a year later they became official. Yeah. What's going on there, y'all? Why y'all love Jay Z so much? Y'all think Beyoncé and Jay Z is the greatest couple? And somebody said, "How y'all think Jay Z a loyal nigga when he couldn't even be loyal to his own family?" Mm. Smart. Like, who's not paying attention here? Shay.
2: But 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 even yeah and even on all the like celebrities like there was um because Beyonce's movie just came out and there was a She um, has a movie yeah it's uh, it's um I forget the name of it but oh. it's based on Renaissance it's basically like a a movie on um about her her con her tour the Renaissance tour and oh. someone put out a really good crit I think it's a really good critique some people are like why y'all why y'all um why y'all digging so deep. It, it was a critique that was basically like, "Yo, people consider people consider Jay Z a radical because he says that, right? He he is compared. He said, i um, 'I'm the Chairman mixed with 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 Jeff Fort,' because that's him. He's saying he's he's Fred Hampton mixed with Jeff Fort. He's the founder of the Black Disciples, by the Black Peace Stones. My bad. Um, and so he's compared to most of that. People have put like this like radical idea on Beyonce as well. And so the article was basically like." They watch, they listen to, to Renaissance and they 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 like watch this documentary. And like their kind of conclusion is that like people people project a lot onto Beyonce. People project a lot onto celebrities in general, right? Like we project we project radicalism, we project this like super pro-blackness. And like in Beyonce's case, and probably in Jay's case, they are pro-black. But I think we we kind of touched on this before with Umar with a little bit. Like it's not enough to just be pro-black if there's yeah. not a um like praxis or like a a real political lens that goes beyond it, like some type of like material thing, because like, they also, they talked about how like break my soul is like an anthem in Israel right now. And that the movie is being shown in Israel with everything that's going on right now. And Beyonce has not made any statements, right? A lot of celebrities haven't made statements rock, but I will say rock nation put out a statement immediately after October 7th, condemning all forms of terrorism right and so you have folks who claim to be revolutionaries and align themselves uh-huh. with certain ideologies um who clearly like I doubt Jay-z really really did any research into the Black Panthers I'd be surprised if he read one book about the Panthers yeah. you know, know,
1: know who are no, no, how no. would you compare yourself to Fred Hampton what have right. you for the black community, the brown community,
2: right? Like someone who would not agree with a capitalist, <laughs> like, like someone who's like yeah. a proud. capitalist.
1: Your, I
0: awesome you talk so chicks. much about Marcy projects yeah. and got family and know how them people live over there. You ain't come over there and fix Marcy projects up yet.
2: Jay could be doing mutual aid in Marcy, but he's doing Bitcoin classes, yeah. which and I, obviously, as a technologist, I support. Teach out there, but, do it. right?
1: Just put the money out there, like so.
2: Yeah, these celebrities are trash. Talk. Oh
0: man, yeah, I'm disappointed. Just in the
1: wealth.
0: I'm disappointed. Basketball starting piss me off now too. (laughs) I have seen that shit, bro. The thing is, I'm watching this shit last night, and I I called it. I said, bro, because it's their first time doing the in-season tournament, and that was the championship last night. And I Mm -hmm. called it like before the game. I called it like a week ago when I seen it was LeBron and that shit. I'm like, bro. Everything that they introduced to the NBA until LeBron is gone, he gonna win it. So, like Kobe died, they did the Kobe. They changed the rules to the All Star game. Boom! Guess who won the first one? LeBron. So then they got this ncaa season tournament shit. Guess who won the first? LeBron. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, and uh, it's all it's all to for him to have that legacy underneath his name. So, because Jordan's name is about to be, boom, the new generation, they don't know nothing about Jordan. You know what I mean? They only know the shoe. You know what I mean? These kids are not going back watching clips of Jordan. And You know what I mean? Other than that, people these kids now saying that Jordan is the best because they've been brainwashed by their parents. But the, the new generation is LeBron. Is LeBron. So, LeBron is going to be the new spearhead for them to sell shoes and all that shit. He's going to be like the next Jordan name. That's going to be the one to carry it on. So they got to do all this shit, make them get all these different accolades until he's over with. And I'm like, this is where it's rigged. Where we where you get rigged at, they'll play certain players to start missing shit. Or they, they let the refs just do their thing, the bad calling, for shit to go their way.
1: You can even hear how they talk about it, the commentators and shit. They'll be like, LeBron is so smart with his yeah, decision no, making and, and his shooting. And yeah. It's like, y'all are Riding this dude, like, let him play. Like, can I watch the players play? Jesus, no, but like, you know the like, like, they were supposed
0: to win that tournament. It was there, man. All the teams in there could beat their ass. It's
1: very much that was, like
0: some, bullshit <laughs> And first of all, it is what
1: it is. I used to play basketball in high school, but like, like I just basketball. started watching basketball, like, b- professional games and stuff. I used to as a kid, but like, I started watching it again as an adult. I'm watching this, shit I'm like. This seems so real. Like, last week, I predicted that shit, too. I'm like, yeah, it's giving Lakers. It was behind, but they still won. I'm like, it was, like, giving behind by, like, 20 or something. I'm like, yeah, this is, that's no way that this is, like, real. And then the tournament itself, the winning team, get this, the winning team, every single player, is $500,000. America said it was broke. Where the fuck are we getting this $500,000 per player? There's eight players on the team.
0: Nah, it's more than that.
1: Like, during the season who play? Yeah, oh, yeah, but, but the, the niggas who don't play still get it.
0: Everybody on the team got that shit. So there's like 16 niggas on that team. Nah, no, there's like 20. So all the niggas on the, the bench got $500,000. The coaches, all the sister coaches, everybody on that team got, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: including the coaches and stuff too. But there right? are the. Uh, the $500,000 each?
0: The other team got $200 each.
1: What do you mean, the losing team?
0: Mm-hmm, losing team. Just getting you 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 was getting paid. Wow.
1: Like, where's this money coming from, Joe? Hmm? <laughs> where's this money coming from? Do you like to watch basketball? Do you invest in this? Because <laughs> I want a refund. Okay? I'm not paying for this. My taxes should not be going to pay basketball players thousands upon thousands of dollars
2: to do this
0: money, that's their shit. That's NBA money. It's a billion dollar, whatever the fuck that Who shit is, the nba mean. The watches. But it's not tax dollars. That's us going in there and paying for the tickets and, and all the shit that they. You know I mean? That's us. Participating. How you stream it for free? That's hmm? so how you stream it for
1: free.
0: How you stream for free?
1: We'll be watching the game for free.
2: Oh, because of ads. You, you pay in your attention. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like get exposed to all those ads, all those commercials. Yeah, the whole like, how much? Why do basketball players get paid as much as they do? I don't know. That's that's like an ongoing thing, man. I f- I feel like they're probably going. They're not going to stop until there's like a player biggest- who just becomes a billionaire just off of playing ball. Well,
0: it's, it's, they're the biggest distraction. They're not. I ain't talking about just basketball players. I'm talking about any sports. You yes. know what I mean? That's why all the niggas get paid so much. They, they, they distract us the most.
1: You know it's what entertainment.
0: Mean? They, that's what it, I mean. The Roman Empire shit with the with the with the the Colosseum. We got the same shit nowadays. I mean, that shit was built for. Us. That's why they get paid the most money. You better get out there and play and distract these motherfuckers. Look, bro. Look, look. That's what the protest was kicking high speed. Boom, boom, boom. I'm talking about high speed. I'm seeing basketball players out there protesting. We got people. We got black people back inside the house bro, they started the NBA back up. I's <laughs> some bullshit, bro. They started the NBA back up. LeBron said he wanted to play and all the other players didn't want to do the shit. But he was doing that bubble shit. And I was like, yo, bro, I remember being mad about that shit. Like, it's going to it's gonna bring more people back inside just to watch basketball instead of being, at least, at least I know the black people and shit. It's going to bring y'all back inside, sit down and watch the basketball game, get your ass outside, protest.
2: Oh, wow. This is a distraction, man. Our, um, our producer, Sean, just dropped a couple of gems in the chat. Well, so LeBron LeBron's net worth is over a billion, yeah. Google says that, too. And actually, that makes sense, too, because, like, going back to Jay, Jay had, like, a whole, I forgot what song he dropped recently, but he named all the people, all his rock boy billionaires. And he had, like, he named LeBron, he named Brianna, He named, like, a couple other people. He was like, he's all the people that helped, like, you know, um, become billionaires and shit. Uh, and then like oh, I didn't I don't think I peeped this back in twenty twenty. Obama helping um Obama helped convince NBA players to end their strike and return to play. That's wild.
1: And their strike? That's
0: nuts. And remember, remember what LeBron remember when, remember what Obama said when he was done when he was tired of the protest? What? He came right outside. Oh, I think that uh y'all need to stop saying to defund the police or whatever he was saying. Oh,
2: In, like, the last two weeks, got up on stage and, like, has defended capitalism and, like, with his whole chat specifically and, like, talked down on TikTok activism. So Obama being, like, anti-defund the police is, like, not even surprising. Obama
0: is
1: one, bro. He's one. He's the. You complicit, Coom.
0: He's a monster, too. I'm mad. I'm mad about this motherfucker.
1: Because he was
0: out there getting rid of niggas, bro. We were celebrating every time. He shot them Somalians. I be killed them. Something like that. wicked, man. And I, I like, and you, you know about what I mean. mean I, I, that's what I'm not people turned, as like, they're it's They just facing them across doing...
1: they're of terrorists, and they've been doing that shit just to give them reason or like some type of moral compass when killing people, and make us applaud them like they're the saviors.
0: Yeah, yes. I, I'm. uh I'm like done with, but like thinking these cats. Uh, Is I, I'm not looking at like. I got to do my own research on Salah Bin Laden. I had to do my own research on Michael Saddam was saying, knowing how wicked we are now. We see it. We see it, right? we killing babies. we killing babies right now? They, the, you know what I mean? We're killing babies right now. Do we not see that we're wicked? So why do we think everything else we do is in the right? Because shit, we got to start looking at that shit, man.
2: Like uh
1: and not just I, I see where the Palestinians like, bombing where... hospitals and farms and stuff in their shopping markets. Like people are like, Oh, just send them money. It's like, bro, they have nowhere to shop. Like
2: Yeah, that's a bugged out thing to say. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I see like this uh this Palestinian with the um Saddam Hussein like patch on his shit. You know what I mean? They even look at him in a different way. And I wanted to, like, you know what I mean? I I just gave him a five and shit, but I wanted to, like, talk to him some more about that shit, about why, because you, you really do have to start looking at these other countries. And uh, so, I mean, we, we were looking at all them people like terrorists. We have to look at all the people that we call terrorists and really start digging into them and seeing why they hate us so much or why they terrorize, you know what I mean? Like, Os- Osama bin Laden, they, even though I was just saying some shit on all that the other day, like, you know, the terrorists... When, all right, so the planes, they hit the tower and shit, right? It was just incinerated. They blew up with the, with the what's the name? You know, he was able to fire one of the niggas, one of the people, that pilot that was on the plane, his passport or some shit like that must have flew out his pocket, and they found that shit. So the plane incinerated and all that shit, but they was able to, the nigga that was flying the plane, had the fucking passport in his pocket? They was able to find that shit and put that on new. They didn't find that shit, bro. It was all you know. What I mean, the shit is all staged. Like we all you know. Like you know, what I mean, with the towers. Even if you want to have your conspiracy shit with the towers or some shit like that, I got my shit with that. And I know people like ah, but yo, bro, I yo. Um, either way, like like even people want to talk about October seventh, or you want to talk about the nine eleven towers. You, both, either way, they 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 said, boom, Israel knew about, you know, what I mean, October seventh, way before October seventh. <laughs> they said U.S. knew about nine eleven, way before nine eleven. I think U.S. they're gonna be help constructing nine eleven. But either way, and it, I, why I think that is because why would they be showing us this nigga's passport? Like his passport made it out the fire, made it out the. They made they found that man's passport. That's just showing you they tried to paint it the best to be like, oh, this dude was a terrorist. This is his passport. This one college and shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to do all that shit. Shit is real, you know what I mean? But, um, I mean, I got my conspiracy theories with all that shit, but I just look at the people that they blame for that shit and, 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 and why do they, uh, why do all these other countries hate us so much? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, shit, um, you know, that shit. It, America did a lot of goofy shit after 9-11. Um, but like from over patriotism, putting the American flag on everything from like doormats to like all types of merchandise and shit like that. But obviously people did die in 9-11 and like, I think I know a few people who like, who got loved ones who passed in 9-11 and shit. And that was a, my birthday is actually September 11, So I was like, I was home. And I and, and, yeah. Like, never forget. People. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But, um speaking of the united states i think we talked a little bit earlier about the influence because we like use that as an excuse obviously to like do the war on terror and invade a bunch of different countries and i think i feel like it just heavily influenced america's like stance globally or how it how it kind of operates um and especially in the in the Middle East, we you talk about like Palestine and how we like the rise of Islamophobia and shit like that. Um, but America, as we know, like the American Empire, spreads far and wide, and there's lots of different um, lots of different ways that it's played out. I think uh, I want to transition into um, the topic I'm bringing today, which is about. Another thing that hits close to home, my second home. Guyana. Um
1: Guyana. If y'all
2: don't know, um <laughs> Guyana has had like an ongoing conflict with its neighbor, Venezuela. So geographically, Guyana is in South America. Um Guyana is the only uh since history in Guyana, Guyana is the only English speaking country in South America. Um it is a former British colony that only got its independence from Britain. It used to be called British Guyana. It got its independence in 1964 about, um, or like 1966, I think. Um, my mom was basically born into it as a British colony. Um, and it only got uh, it only got its independence shortly after. Um, Guyana is bordered to the left by Venezuela, to the right by Suriname, which used to be Dutch Guyana, and then after that is French Guyana. My family comes from all three of the Guyanas. So grandma's from Suriname, pops is from French Guyana, or was from French Guyana. Um, now Guyana, Guyana has a long history, especially even talking about like revolutionary context. So my mom often can like she when I started doing like mutual aid organizing, she used to, she started like comparing me to one of Guyana's old presidents, um, uh, Burnham, President Burnham, because he was a he was, he was, Guyana has a very interesting dynamic and it also has lots of similarities to, um, to, uh, Eastern DRC. Uh, Guyana is, it has, is called the melting pot of South America because it has so many different ethnic groups as a part of it. Um, but the largest two portions are there's indigenous people there. Um, Africans were brought over on the slave, slave trade. Um, and also, and then after. Slavery was um, abolished. They were replaced by Indian indentured servants. So I got both of those in my DNA. Indian indentured servitude, African slavery. And that has created its own dynamics within Guyana. But So I bring that up because President Burnham was a president who was very like, um, he, was, he was a communist. He was very like, very pro-Black. Um, Guyana's also had other leaders after that who were very like socialist leaning and stuff like that. Um, it has since become, I think, more of a capitalistic type country um, with some hints of socialism. But it's been a developing country, right? Uh, it's had, for the longest while, it had, um, they didn't even have paved roads or nothing. Guyana just started getting money recently, and it's because of the discovery of oil. Now, that plays into what's mm-hmm. going on with the border of Guyana um, because its neighbor, Venezuela, which has an autocratic leader named Maduro. Um, they've been laying claim to to part of Guyana's border for a long time now, um, but has most recently, they had a vote. Maduro, and, and Venezuela's not hasn't been doing too good financially for a long time, and Maduro is not popular, but he had a vote, and he had a vote to annex part of Guyana, and it's a big part, um, so he wanted to annex uh, this area called Essequibo. And so Guyana has like split down part of it that as the Essequibo River. It's two thirds, it's 75% of the country that he wants to annex. Now, largely, a lot of that area is not populated. A A lot of... Yeah. I was called the interior of Guyana cause it's where people go. Like a lot of my family goes there to like mine for gold. Cause that was before the oil money that was where a lot of people used to go. Um, but he wants to annex it. And the, the problem with that beyond just like the sovereignty of Guyana and, and having an invading force um, go into it is that it won't just stop there likely because now that river becomes the would become the border of Guyana. Uh, and Venezuela, and that would become the front lines for any battle lines that would be drawn. And right after that is where a lot of the, the population of Guyana lives. Then it would be, Guyana would just become this little sliver of a country. Um, and the other problem on the other side, Suriname at the same time is trying to trying to claim another portion so it's a lot of opportunism going on right now because a lot of the time guyana has received protection from the united states and the um and it's and right now seeking that protection as well um but now like it's like venezuela is seeing that america's tied up in it with israel right because we won't call for a ceasefire we keep wanting this prolonged genocide we got America's also tied up in the war in Ukraine um, and Putin fighting that proxy war. Right. Which is also waning in support. But Venezuela is like seeing, like, oh, big homie is is all tied up. It's going to take this opportunity to finally um, annex and invade. And while these threats have been made before, uh, my mom was telling me that they started handing out Venezuelan IDs, um, country IDs to people in Essequibo um, yeah. and the like, it's like, it's become like a very serious threat. Like, um, and let's see what else. Yeah, so right now it's just Guyana calling for the United States support. Um, there's lots of weird people on the internet who are who claim to be on the left and so feel like it may be somewhat of a good thing that Venezuela. Is taking over more land because they're a socialist country? But fuck those people. And um, how do you just take
1: somebody's land? Like how? do you, how, Who gives you the right to claim exactly. somebody's this land? This is like, literally colonial. Like
2: it's not. It's not decol. It's not decolonizing. It is. Uh, it is colonialism. It's taken over somewhere else. And and it's always we see this. I bring up the connections between Eastern DRC and Guyana because. Same dynamics of like African slave trade, Indian indentured servitude also exists in the Eastern DRC. They have some of that too, that same racial hierarchy um, based on skin color exists in Eastern DRC, the mining for resources that are exported to other countries um, and that same type of exploitation without the direct benefit to the people who are facing those conditions um, as their only means for any type of economic um, uh, uh, prosperity and survival. Exists in the Eastern DRC. Neighboring country, Rwanda, wanting, in, in the Eastern DRC wanted to invade at an opportune time for them where they could extra- also benefit from resources, i.e. the boom in uh, cobalt driven by the demand of uh, that whole green energy movement. On the flip side, on this side, Venezuela wanted to invade at a time when um, they can benefit off of Guyana's oil discoveries you know, all these things start to happen and you got to just understand that there are global capitalism at work. There are people in the world who are willing to do evil, vile things and uh, infringe on other people's rights if that will benefit them financially. Um, and so, yeah, definitely want to call attention to that because Guyana does not. A lot of people, some people don't even know where Guyana is on the map. It's a very small country, but in New York, it has a big Guyanese population. Down the block from We The People where we uh, uh, do our food distro, there's a hardware store owned by a Guyanese man. I was chopping up with him on Thanksgiving when I went and got gloves for us. There's a little Guyana in in Richmond Hill. So uh, definitely just want to call attention to to what's going on there because it's scary right now for people. Um, I think I may have to fuck around and, like, fly my mom out. I always, like, I, I bring her up here every, every so often, but may definitely have to, like, keep her up here. But I obviously can't do that for my entire family. So, like, keep them posted about them as well.
0: That's crazy. And maybe uh, keep your eye open up for um, any actions for that. You know what I mean? Uh, can way, we can support that. Let us right. know about that, too. Appreciate it. Seriously. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. The people of Guyana, the people of the Congo, should be supported.
0: Do that? Do that? Do it? Do that? Bother you? Knowing that what they going through down there, I'm like saying, like, do it scare yeah, you. Yeah, because I start on that, seeing,
2: on that tip? I see how, I just see how the world turns a blind eye to Palestine, right? Like people are dropping missiles over there, and niggas just be like, yeah. I don't know, you know, be like, literally, there's like a agitators at the action last night and then someone was like they start doing that whole like oh the hostages the hostages and then people are like what about the children that are being bombed they're like i don't know you know and that's what that's what happens like the world we like i don't know what it is with people but they can't find it in their hearts to be empathetic to to folks who either don't look like them don't have like a similar cultural background um so yeah it fucks me up because i'm like there's nothing you can do once the bombs start dropping. Like, it's not, that's not the point where you have to leave, right? Um, and, and then the only saving, like, I like, mom, it's also tough. Like, my mom's right there. So you get on a FaceTime call or WhatsApp call or whatever, and she's like, Guyana doesn't have some big army. Like they don't have some way to like really defend themselves. She's like the, the Venezuelan army is bigger than the she was saying the Venezuelan army is bigger than the entire population of Guyana. Um and so it's like it would it would have to have the external support of the United States and the UN. Um and then there's other like, you know, like Putin plays in this, like Maduro I think is cool with Putin. China is has like China has a stake in Ghana, but also seems to be cool with with with, um, with Putin, and so then you start to worry about like, will this be? Will this be the? Because we didn't talk about world war, I think, on this before, but like, there's a lot of conflicts happening in the world right now, and there's a, a lot of a lot of big polarizing forces, and so every time one of these situations happen, it's like any one of these things could be the thing that like kicks this off. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And capitalism is killing us. Like, with every single story that we've went through, or at least nine out of ten of them, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the problem. is capitalism killing us. Money-hungry greed. Mm-hmm. It's, pe- it's property over people when it should be people over property.
0: Well, um, I can't, like, I, like the, for the Palestinians, like, you know, me being able to see that, um, say, uh, you know, uh, and, like I said, that it's hard for me to watch. So I see a uh, video today, and this, you know, what I mean, it's always babies and like to see them like bleed and burnt up, and you know, um, I see one of them next to another. But it, it's hard to watch. But um. Like I said, I know your mind, like, boom, boom. Especially when, like, stuff like your family is somewhere you can't, you know what I mean? Um, But, like, my brother, when they said my brother, like, my brother was in the army reserves and shit. And when he signed up for the Army, he only did it, you know what I mean? He took the reserves because he didn't really want to do the Army. He just, you know what I mean, did it financially for the finance and uh, for the benefits. But... You know when the war kicked off, when when 9/11 happened, you know he didn't he didn't have no training like that. He was only going he was in the reserves, reserves going I think one week and they got to do a weekend a month where they got to go in and do a little training and then the rest of that day you know what I mean? They worked their regular they live their regular lives and shit the until they they you know they retired from the army. But when that when when 9/11 kicked off and uh, that war kicked off, he was the first one of the first troops to go. And I was, like, losing my motherfucking mind because um, I lost, like, two friends over there. Uh, one of them got blown up in a Hummer. I don't have two other men. That was a while ago. That was, like, back then, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so I was I was shook for my brother. Like, I, I was going crazy, man. That was, uh, I remember Bush was the president at that time. And I was living in D.C., and I was like, man, if anything happens to my brother, I'm going to that White House and turning it up. <laughs> it's going to be over, you know what I mean? That's where my mindset was at because, yeah, I don't know. I was just fucked up. But, yeah, I can't imagine, like, uh, people that got family in Palestine, I like you know what I'm saying, with you, with your family in Guyana, it was starts kicking up and everything. Like, how you say you can get your mom out of there. But, you know what I mean? You got other family over there. So, like, it should to be fucked up, man. You know? Yeah. I me mean, nuts.
1: And, like, what society, at least in New York, the government bullshit system, they're telling people at times like this when shit is crazy outside, look down and turn away to accept it and to help yourself or, like, at least contribute to it.
2: So yeah, Relly was uh saying um uh, Relly you mentioned um your brother was in the army reserves um right after nine eleven. Um and so yeah, I, I have I have family members who are in the Guyanese army as well right now. Um and my one of my, my closest cousins actually she she's like a she guards the president in Guyana, so um shit is like is wild, but yeah, thoughts, thoughts, and prayers, and, and all those things, and with everybody in Guyana and the the diaspora, um, hoping stuff does not escalate. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out, everybody, for what's going on in Guyana. Stay posted. Um, if there are actions, I'm gonna share them, and if there's just any action items or calls to action, I will share those, and hope you, y'all, do as well. Yeah, talk. Y'all uh, want to get into the callbacks?
0: Yeah, you get to call callbacks. All right, uh, yeah, um, I basically, like I said, uh, was it January 17th? January 17th, Daniel Penny. Um, I haven't did a flyer for that probably, but like next week I started because I'm going to build this shit up. Like, they trying to get rid of, uh, trying to keep this quiet and I'm trying to make it as loud as possible. So, um, yeah, I'll probably have a flyer for that like next week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, shit. I'm gonna blow it up, man. I'm gonna try to make this as known as possible. You know what I mean? That's that's my next action coming up on January 17th for the Daniel Penny trial. It'll probably still be at the same uh, location. What's that? 100 Center Street. So I'll be looking on, look out for that. Like, uh, I don't got to, it's probably, probably about the same time, around like nine, ten o'clock in the morning. That's what time, you know what I mean? They, what time he's gonna be in there. So, uh, yeah, January 17th. Just be on the lookout for that. That's all I got for. It's uh call to action and, uh, support any actions, uh, you know, um, like, like as Rudy said, uh, for Guyana and, uh, stay tuned for what's going on. At the, you know what I mean? with Palestine. Um, keep. Yeah. And we the people. Every Thursday. Oh, shit. Yeah. We the people every Thursday. You already know that. One o'clock. The um. Yeah, we outside, man. Rain, snow don't matter, man. We outside, goddammit. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, don't forget about that. We need people folding up for 1 o'clock always. And-
1: Stonewall was a ride. Check us out. <clears throat> <clears throat> Stonewall was a well, I'll try it one time. Get it together. Uh, Get yourself together. Huh? I feel like I'm dying still. All right. You got this. Stonewall, I got the tissue in my head. And you got
0: this, bro.
1: Stonewall was a ride. Check us out every single fucking <laughs> Thursday at six thirty at the Stonewall Inn. Um, yeah, a couple a couple episodes ago, we talked about a blackout. A lot of people. That was one. Of, that was our first clip that went viral. I got over a hundred thousand views on Instagram on, on the reels and stuff. But the big conversations struck about uh economic blackout. I feel like the only way to hit the world right now, um, as we see it, like, in a big monumental way would be in the, at the pockets of the political officials, the higher ups that are in control or have a say so in what's going on. Like, as we talked about in this episode, everyone except the United States. Shame on the fucking United States. Shame. So what are we going to do? We're going to hold the United States pockets accountable. We're going to hold them, hold on to them because we just need to cause a disruption, something that can't be looked over, you know? So uh, if you're interested in something like that in a a new Blackout Tuesday, check out Stonewall's Riot. We do not just protest in the streets by yelling at people, but we also protest online. We take our activism, whether it's like calling political officials, city council members, spreading that information, sharing the resources you can use to mentally you know or um systemically arm yourself you know against these oppressive systems check us out we we brainstorm and we talk about ways to combat um the issues going on in the world right now so yeah if you want to tap into a strike or educate yourself on how you could seek some effective change tap into that group uh, i'll drop the link tap in, DM us, you know,
2: all that shit. Word. And on the, on the day this episode is supposed to drive, I think it's actually supposed to be a, a they call calling for a global strike for Gaza on December 11th. So yeah,
1: right.
2: it's very important, very important work right there. Um, Start
1: boycotting now. If you haven't boycotted McDonald's, if you haven't boycotted Burger King, if you haven't boycotted, what's that big brand? What is that, um, Black Rock? BlackRock mm-hmm. is a big investor for the IOF in Israel. Yeah, Starbucks as I'm well. Free. Y'all got to do Starbucks. it, man. Y'all got to
0: do it, man. Sacrifice, baby. I don't found a new soap to wash with. You know what I mean? Because I love them. <laughs> right. I love right. Fucked list. up. So I had to get rid of the shit. <laughs> I got new soap, man. So y'all just got to make the sacrifice, baby. You know what I mean? I was telling Rudy, he was walking yesterday, man. I felt like I was on demon time, man, because I wanted to burger camp. I was like, you know what Fuck that shit, man. Fuck all that shit, man. Sacrifice, baby.
1: And then, like a lot of the things that are on the boycott list are actually unhealthy for us, like these fast food chains, these fast fashion chains.
0: Yeah, these big corporations
1: hurt yeah. our community a lot more than they help it. So Word. I've been boycotting McDonald's for a while. I've been telling people to leave McDonald's alone ever since, like... <clears throat> Whoa, that's a big one.
0: Yes, that's really good.
1: Jesus. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like these fast, um, <laughs> anything fast is usually not good, y'all. Like fast food, fast fashion. Just leave it alone. Your health will thank you. Your pockets will thank you after. You know, yeah. the society will too.
2: I love that Black Rock started catching strays off this because like they they do a lot of shit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> of shit. what is, what is, what, is, what exactly is Black Rock though? Is it, they're like is a, it they're 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 an investment they're or what? No, they're just like an investment company, like a general, like corporation, oh. different things. Um, they have like, there's like, I think people have called them out for like uh, uh green, like energy credits and like shit that they do in, in that sector and all manner of like, there's all manner of corruption. I don't know. I haven't done like the, like a deep dive on them, but it's what they, they are yeah. deserving of scrutiny and attention. A lot of these like these big corporations that no one really hears about that be behind the company that's behind the company that's behind the the yeah. masters shit, shit that be going on need attention. Um, uh, I right. uh, Black Sky building a new Black social network on oh. the blue sky uh on the blue sky app. Um, lots going on over there. Uh, but yeah, it's where we are trying to come together as a Black community in all different aspects. Um, there are Black Jewish people, there are Black trans people, there are Black people of all different aspects. And we are all, we are, the goal of Black Sky is to amplify their voices, um, boost their content um, for activism purposes, for creative purposes, all those things. And it continues to be super important as we see apps like Twitter continue to deteriorate. Elon over there in Israel, right after he's been outed as an anti-Semite on multiple occasions, for in white nationalist ideologies. But he over there, kissing the ground of yet another apartheid state. when He's already uh, got, you know, from South Africa and is, is a part of that apartheid regime. Um, but on Black Sky, yes, we are building this network up. Um, recently, even, uh, cited in a supreme court document trying to talk about how like you know there's there's all these attacks there's people who claim to be supportive of free speech but their free speech does not include and incorporate uh marginalized voices their free speech is so they can say all the weird white nationalist shit that they want to say um while silencing and putting down uh the 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 marginalized and oppressed voices um an example of that is like if y'all know texas and florida are trying to put out laws that would require that would like uh impose rules on how social media companies can moderate speech and content because they want to protect far-right extremists That's and pretty- they would make it unreasonable for places like black sky to exist um, in in a, in a place like texas because you got to imagine this is the, these are the states that are trying to get rid of critical race theory they're trying to uh, say that slavery was good, actually, and beneficial <laughs> for for, for uh, African peoples. So, under under these, um, you know, they're trying to get that law passed. Then places like a Black Sky wouldn't exist. So, uh, support Black Sky. Join up. Um, boost it. Um, if you're Oof. a part of Black Sky, give that a give that a little heart. Share it with your peoples. Tell a friend. And tell a friend. And uh, yeah tell a friend to tell a friend
0: you um and this is important uh that you guys do like join that um just for uh the topics of what's going on the news topics and stuff like that we we are creating our own uh information system just like this this show right here We're creating our own news and being able to give it out instead of um you know what i mean the news of of them painting the narrative of what we're supposed to believe in or how they want it to go. We're giving y'all the real news. So you check out on or on last guy. Y'all watch this episode of Apologetic Talk. y'all learn from the people. Y'all see what's going on going on out here in the streets
2: mm-hmm. and
0: shit. Yeah. Fire. That's, Don't it. That's it. for our episode, y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Um next week we back reacting we back. We got some uh we got some uh some some yeah, we, 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 we're bringing in some guests in. So um, be on the lookout for that. Uh, I just know they're all good guests. I am I don't know which one coming first, and I ain't even going to tell y'all. Just be on the lookout for next week. We, you know, me just pop it. We're uh, we back to bringing y'all guests. And I hope y'all enjoyed us, because y'all going to get episodes where y'all not going to get no guests. It's just going to be us. Do you know what I mean? So hopefully y'all enjoyed that, too. Um, yeah, that's that's it. That's a wrap. Unapologetic to Talk?
1: Talk.